It's 6 o'clock. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm here in .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, and it's time for the Joke Workshop. Yay! Comedians are here to tell jokes to each other and take notes and be nice. Remember, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Nice toasted brioche bun on the bottom, maybe some mayonnaise. And then the real stuff in the middle. But we are trying to be nice to each other and supportive and the whatnot. Uh, if you're going to make comments, which I encourage you to do, please come back into the studio behind the glass. And I have a microphone set up for you. Please wear your mask while talking into that microphone. Also, on stage, I hope you brought your own condoms. If you didn't, the way to do it is you just take your mask off your ears and you put it around the microphone and then you keep talking into the place where you were talking into. A lot of people, they take their mask off and then they put the part that they speak into on top of the mic, which just like spreads your spit. I mean... It's all good. But if it's not all good. It's terrible. We're all going to die. I mean, everyone's going to die anyways. It's just an existential crisis. But if you brought your own mic, that's great too. And I encourage all of you to go out and purchase uh, microphones because no one knows when this is going to end. And that said, also, please donate to Mutiny Radio. Uh, <laughs> we don't know when it's going to end. But uh, money is good and helps keep us paying rent and the whatnot. I've said whatnot twice now. Hi, Hunter Uniac. Oh, my gosh. Okay, cool. And um, I'm not concerned about time today too much because Alameda's going an hour earlier, so like, ugh, I don't think I'm going to go over there, so no worries. Um, the way it works, you do four minutes. I honk you at a minute. I'll find my horn in his hour. And uh, that minute means you have a minute. So uh, then we talk about it for a little bit, come back, use the microphones. We'll get started. Uh, right now, Greg, I'll put you on the end there. Are you ready to talk in front of the radio audience, or are you still, still you're still doing it, Sans? No problem. It's all good. Cool. Everybody, keep your masks on and all that stuff. We all want to keep everybody safe, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Put your hands together for your first comedian of the night, everybody, Kyle Morrissey. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, this is on the radio. <laughs> I have a whole new level of paranoia about that now. <laughs> this is uh, other Kyle Morrissey, not the one um, who was at Mutiny Radio before quarantine, brand new Kyle Morrissey. Um, no, it's fine, we're, we're, we're following rules. We're relatively social distance. Um, yeah, I actually also stopped making eye contact with people too, just to be safe. Um, yeah, I I mean I've been in my apartment for like the last eight months, so just as a security precaution, I've basically forgotten all social skills. So um, I think I'm gonna be no, I'm just kidding. I can't I can't do my set like this. I have to look up. Um, my name is uh, my name is Kyle Morrissey. Uh, I mean you knew that, but I'm pretending like this. I was talking to Pete uh, before this. I was like, if if we're ever you know doing stand up and there's no one here. We just need to do what these like sports arenas are doing and just put fake cutouts of people in the seats. I feel like that would really help with morale, even though it'd still just be dead silence. You'd be looking at like a wave of just smiling people. It'd be very creepy. <laughs> but uh, my name is Kyle Morrissey. I'm, uh, I'm Irish. I like to say that in my sets now because of the racism that this country's facing. Uh, the reason I say that is because the Irish actually 
faced a lot of racism when they came over here uh, back in the 18, you know, uh, they did. They faced a lot of racism. But the, the, the reason I mention it is because the way that they dealt with the racism they faced is actually very interesting and unique. Uh, the Irish overcame the racism that they faced by becoming the most racist people <laughs> that the country had ever seen, actually, is very impressive. Um, I like to think that if my ancestors were some of those racist people, the reason was because they were just stupid. Like, my last name is Morrissey, um, but I'm the only Morrissey that I know that spells it with one S. Every Morrissey spells it with two S's, including the singer, Speaking of racism, um, every Morrissey is two S's, except mine for no reason. So it just makes me think that maybe like 200 years ago, my ancestors were being racist, but suddenly had a conscience about it. And they're like, we can't let anyone know it was us. <laughs> and they just got rid of one letter of our last name. And they're like, that'll throw them off the scent. They'll have no idea that we had anything to do with this. The Irish were... Uh, so racist that they formed an exclusive racist cult. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Uh, they formed an exclusive racist cult. They called themselves uh, the police. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That ended woke. Um, I, uh, I've been having this, this problem talking to people lately. I'm just kidding. It's been my entire life where, like, I'm in the middle of, like, some important conversation, like a job interview, and my brain, it's it just a totally platonic situation, like someone in the elevator asked me how I'm doing, and my brain either goes, what would happen if you just kiss this dude on the mouth right now? <laughs> like, it's either that or, like, hey, you should hit him. <laughs> just see what happens. Um, and it's, it, I, it's so bad, like, I, I'm like swatting at myself to try to get my brain to shut up. Like if I'm talking to someone of a different ethnicity, my brain is going, "Hey, remember what the worst possible slur for this kind of uh, this kind of person is?" And it's not racism. I swear to God, it's not racism. Uh, if it, if I was racist, I just wouldn't be talking to them. I <laughs> be like, "Hey, you better be thankful I'm racist, otherwise I would be using a slur against you right now. It would be really awkward." That logic. Uh, checks out for me, you know. <laughs> I think. I mean, this is. I'm just looking <coughs> through my notes now. I'm basically out of time. Um, that's okay. Uh, okay. I'm th with this. I'm gonna finish. Even though Pam said she wasn't worried about time, I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, this is it, guys. I swear to God. Uh, I think a lot of us, you know, our jobs have been affected because of COVID and. Automation it plays a big part of that, uh, and I think automation is a growing problem anyways. I heard that uh, the biggest sector to get automated is customer service, you know, like phones, and it's actually all this automation causing these suicide rates to, to go up, so I'm really worried about what's going to happen when they automate the suicide hotline. <laughs> I feel like that's, you know, when you have a gun in your mouth, it's going to suck to hear, your wait time is 44 minutes, you know? Uh, my name is Kyle Morrissey. Thank you. All right. Kyle Morrissey, everyone. You stay up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and we have microphones back here and stuff. Um, that last joke had good punchlines, but it took you 45 seconds to set up to them. I think you can just jump right into it. Automation is a big problem. Blah, 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 blah. Like, just the, the punchlines are at the... I think it's almost like a one-liner. Yeah. But you t t told it in a minute, so... But it is... The end of it is, is really good. 
It's probably something pretty new. Um, just so you know, the soccer has a crowd DJ now. Just something I don't know if huh. football does, but it's the newest cool. They it's funny when you're watching the soccer game and there's no one there and the DJ is like doing the goal. Just a thing. Of, anyway, um, I think that your racist joke has legs, but saying they're just stupid. Why not double down on the racism and call them drunks? Because everyone knows that Irish are drunk anyways. And then that just makes sense because every drunk person is stupid as fuck. So you don't even have to say stupid. Um, and then that even works into the kiss this dude in the because maybe you're drunk. And um, a drunk man's actions are a sober man's thought. That's just a thing that people say anyway. But I feel like if you get in, if you take out the word stupid and replace it with the word drunk, it doubles down on your racism against yourself. And um, and then you can keep that drunk thing going through. That's all I that's my helpful stuff. Other comments? All right. Hi, Kyle. Uh, with the, um, you said the Irish came in here at like 18, hoity-doity-doity, right? Yeah. Uh, why don't you use the uh, onomatopoeia for a racist what, banter, which is like, hardy dar 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 You know what I mean? That's racist banter? Well, no, like the onomatopoeia, you know how like a lot of uh, people are like trying to be racist. They go, hoity you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know exactly how to fucking phrase it. So no? You're not, you're not saying do an Irish accent. Oh, I'm not, no, you do it in an Irish accent. Yeah, I'm yeah. not doing it in an Irish accent myself, though. And then uh, second thing, you were talking, you went from racism towards uh, a little bit of paganism and religion, right? No, I feel like you did a little bit. You mentioned something. All right. Well, anyways, your last name. <laughs> Colt. There we go. Paganism. Yeah. Well, uh, your last name, do you, you know where it comes from? It comes from the Irish uh, Celtic goddess of war, the Morrison. Uh, but she's, it's with two S's. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're, you're such a drunk racist, you don't even know about your own culture. <laughs> You know, so yeah, so it's hard to talk about that. I can, uh, I'll talk to you after if you want to like yeah, learn yeah. more about her. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's my favorite fucking person. I wish I had her last name. I wish I was called Hunter Morrison. Yeah. But yeah. Other comments? Comments, comments? Come on to the back with your mask. No comments, everybody. Come, Morrissey! All right. Your next comedian runs a really fantastic show at the ballpark on Thursdays in the marina at Moscone. And put your hands together right now for Pete Ballmer! I was thinking when Pam told us to do this, I was like, that's slick as hell. It's going to be so much smoother than the plastic bag thing, and then I fucked it up. But we're still here. Uh, I, uh, I went to the dentist recently. And thank, thank you. Uh, no, you can, you can clap. Yeah. Um, and I wish I hadn't done that because it was like a new dentist, so she had new inform. She had like a new ideas about my teeth, and uh, she was like looking at my teeth, and then she asked me. She's like, "Hey, by the way, do you use a night guard?" And I was like, "No," and she was like, "Oh, okay, that's weird because uh, your front teeth are pretty ground down. It looks like you've been grinding your teeth," and I was like, "Oh, wow." So, like, should I be wearing a night guard then? And she was like, no, we could just watch it for now. Um, just kind of, you know, try to remember that when you're relaxing, your teeth shouldn't be touching. And now I can't relax. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking nightmare. I'm just always thinking about my teeth. All I've, like, been, like, smoked today, watching a movie, and then I'm just like, ah, fuck, they're touching again. I can't. So now I just sit around like this. I'm just like... My roommates are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm relaxing. Just let me, let me do this. I, uh, I got a new water bottle recently. 
And, uh, you know, yeah, no, no need to clap. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's... Uh, I, it was, it's been a pretty good water bottle, except uh, the first drink was, was kind of rough because like, I you know, got it open and I filled it up with water. And then I took a big drink, and then like, as I was close to the bottom of the water, this like, piece of paper hit me in the teeth from within the bottle. And I was like, what the f why is there a piece of paper in the water bottle? And I pulled it out, and it was like the company's mission statement. <laughs> where they're like, we at Hydro Flask strive to always care for our environment and prevent pollution of our water supply. <laughs> and it's like, all right, yeah, cool. I'm glad you guys are doing that, but I don't know why you had to pollute my personal water supply <laughs> in getting the message out. I'm gonna die of ink poisoning now, and that's Hydro Flask's fault. So, you know, I'm a cup man now, who does the job. Don't eat a bottle. It's unnecessary. I don't leave my house. It was a stupid purchase. Um, when I was a kid, I, I liked like toy trains a lot. I was a big toy train guy, which was pretty fitting because I kind of got like a douchey Thomas the Tank Engine thing going on. So <laughs> it only makes sense. I was like, this guy looks like me. I'm going to hang out with him. And I got to tell you, they talk about people talk about how like Barbies set an unrealistic standard of beauty for women. Those Thomas the Tank Engine choi toys sent an unrealistic beauty expectation for trains cuz <laughs> I was a kid and I like loved these trains. I'm like, "Oh, I just love trains. I can't wait." And then I remember this was like had to be one of my first memories. It was like 3 or something. And I remember there was like train tracks. I'd never seen a train go by. And then a train, I heard it in the distance about to go by. First of all, not choo-choo. It's like, <laughs> and you're like, okay, this is already shitty. And then you go up and it's this, this cat shit gray, just the most graffiti you could possibly fit on the thing. And I'm like, damn, if that's the body, I can't imagine what the face would look like. Just a battered, bruised, and... Yeah, they should do something about that because that is it was extremely jarring. Uh, okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Be Palmer, everyone. So relatable. No, you really so were. So relatable. You were. No, the dentist joke was super relatable. I totally dug it because I recently was at the dentist and I don't know. It's just relatable for an audience and that was really good about the whole mouth thing. I was like all on board with you. Thank you. Same with the water bottle. Another very relatable thing. Uh, but that's great. That's what you want. That's great. I, like, who writes a joke about a water bottle? But it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the guy. only thing I would say is, as a transition, this is such a tiny thing. What Cup Man, I had put a big smiley face by. I just think that's so funny <laughs> because it's so childlike and you were going into jokes about children anyways. So oh, you can even yeah. do an act out like a child with a cup with two hands, like a baby. Man, How yeah. they like drink with yeah, two hands yeah, or one yeah. hand, whatever. That's funny. It's so Thanks. tiny. It's just a tiny act out. But I enjoyed everything you did today. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. Yeah, so you ended up going where my mind went. You started talking about ugly trains, the graffiti being tattoos. And I was like, what's a concise way? Like, I would want to, like, cap oh, that off yeah. and say something about, like... Tattooed with graffiti is a phrase I'm going to steal from that comment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, please. Yeah. Um, uh, it, like, because that's what I was thinking, right? Like, that, that freight trains are, like, Thomas's convict cousin or something like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, just the same thing with the train thing. You could be like, when you were a kid, you saw that, and you were like, what'd they do to Thomas? Or something like that. You're like, something. But yeah, yeah but that, also that's like, a funny, yeah. yeah, yeah that's a good but idea. the cousin one's good, too, like the crackhead cousin or something. That, that's also good. Yeah, sure. Cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Clap your hands again, everybody, for Pete Ballmer. Yay.
Sorry, I just like that song. <laughs> uh, okay, turning my list back. There's Pete Ballmer. Yay, go see his show at Moscone Ballpark. And uh, it's called Batter Up. Look them up online. Your next comedian, uh, a young man coming back every time, doing a great job. Let's see what he does this week. Put your hands together for Ian Langland. <laughs> Hello? Okay. I kind of had the same problem. I was like imagining, I'm like, how am I going to put this mask on the mic? I was like so stressed. It was like when you're like in class and you like your name's coming up in roll call and you're like, <coughs> Ian, present, present, and you always fuck it up. Um, <laughs> but uh, can't even do this. Okay. Um, is anybody? Okay. What's a segue? Uh, dementia. Okay. Um, yeah, so dementia is real. Uh, I, uh, you don't really understand the uh, severity of the. By the way, does anybody have dementia? <laughs> no? You? How's your uh, cerebral uh, processing? Good? It's all right. Okay, good. Just making sure, you know, maybe if I have to repeat any jokes for those uh, in that uh, aisle. Um, but, you know, you don't really understand how severe something like dementia is until you see it up close. Uh, my grandma has it. Um, and I was hanging out with her uh, not that long ago, and we were watching Jeopardy. I don't know why we were watching Jeopardy with a demented woman. She, like she wouldn't even know, recognize herself in the mirror, let alone like know who like the King of Prussia was in 1860. Uh, but nonetheless, we were watching uh, Jeopardy, and we're watching, and she goes, "Oh, uh, it was just just me and her." And she goes, "Oh, when did he get here?" And I'm like, "What, Grandma?" And she goes, "Oh, well, like when that guy in the suit? When did he get here?" And I was like, "Oh." And I'm like, realized I had to explain to my de demented grandmother that Alex Trebek was not in our living room. A side note, if, if you have a loved one uh, that starts to see the ghost of Alex Trebek in your home, you might want to make sure your name's on the will because they're on the way out. Um, so I, I'm talking to her and I'm like, Grandma, you know, Alex Trebek's not in the room with us. And this was back and forth for a minute. I eventually caved and just convinced her that she was a contestant on uh, Jeopardy. Um, so I'm running through the questions. I, every now and then, you know, pumping stuff out. And then 15 minutes later, my mom walks in on Final Jeopardy and I'm asking her, you know, what poet wrote The Telltale Heart and sadly she got it wrong. Uh, so naturally I had, to, I had to pull the plug on her because she's not gonna survive Jeopardy, she's not gonna survive dementia, I can tell you that. Uh, I, I was doing God's work, I was taking care of it, you know. It was gonna happen at some point, I was just uh, expediting the process. Uh, but it was even uh, funnier when, no, not funny. She's dead now, by the way. Uh, God bless. Okay. Uh, she, <laughs> we had the, the, the burial for her, right? And after the burial, we get these name cards from the mortuary, and it was the wrong name. And we were like, was that the right casket that we put in? And we turned to my uncle, and he's like, and we're like, was that, like, the right casket? And he goes, what, isn't Grandma John Cho? And we're like... <laughs> Uh, no, so as far as we're concerned, an elderly Chinese man is buried with my grandfather and grandma got shipped to Beijing for a burial, so that's what's going on. Uh, okay, that's all I got. Thank you. Yay! Ian Langlands, yay! There's the music. Where's, 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 the, where's the transition? There it is. Yay! Ian Langlands. So you did two and a half minutes. Yeah. And I was pleased to see you changed the, the, um, the family feud into Jeopardy. Yeah. And I like the ghost of Trebek. I think that 
you skipped over a place where you have a punchline that you built for yourself that you didn't use, which is the Telltale Heart. Like, obviously, everyone knows it's written by Edgar Allan Poe. But you can ask the audience, or you can okay. say, you can. there's a moment where you can do something with the name which you didn't mention, because then it almost makes it seem like you didn't know it either. Okay. Unless you want to no, go like, that right, direction. Yeah, yeah. Edgar Allan Poe, right? But, yeah, yeah. Or, like... Ask some, you know, it's a good opportunity for maybe some crowd work. Okay. Um, but then at the end, you didn't do the, you didn't do the question. You got to phrase it. You got to watch some Jeopardy. You got to phrase well, it. Well, I was in the trying. To, I, I, I was trying to build the joke. I just don't know, yeah. like, where, like, form it in. A, I don't know, like, do I say to my uncle, I'm like, you got to form it in a question. And right. You got to form it in a question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's how like, to it's the Jeopardy. You got to watch. Just watch one episode of Jeopardy, I, I and it'll a, be in your head. I'm an intellectual. Pam. You don't watch Jeopardy? No, I do. I do. Oh, okay. I do too. I love Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, I like to fall asleep to it, and then sometimes I just sort of like yell out the answers, even though I'm falling asleep, and it makes me, as I'm falling asleep, think I'm so smart. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I knew that, and I'm and I'm passing out. Other comments, Kyle. So I had a I had a Jeopardy uh, format joke about Trebek dying because that was recent. So I might not be able to use that for very long. But y this is about your grandma dying. You can use that as long as you want. Mm -hmm. You know, people aren't gonna know. Yeah. Um, I basically, I, I mean, if you're willing to go there, you want to phrase your grandma's um, ailment in the form of like a Jeopardy question. Um, okay. It's pretty dark. Yeah. But but it I, I mean I got it to work so. Um, like, if you want to try something like that, I don't mm -hmm. know if the exa example would help. I feel like, yeah, no, no, unless you know what I mean. mean. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you so. could just ask her a bunch of questions. Yeah. Like, do you remember anything? Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what okay. is what is my name? Okay, oh, okay. What is this, what this is the neurodegenerative disease is one of the most fatal yeah. and is found in your body. You yeah, know, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. This grandson will get the most money. There when you, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, who is Alex Trebek? <laughs> no. But yeah, who is our yeah the stuff? Good stuff, good stuff. Peter has come in. This is also dark on the Alex Trebek thing, but you were at one point you were like, he's not in our living room. Okay. And my mind immediately went to he's also not on Earth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like it's a kind of a dark jab right there, but I think it, it, it's a good one. The, I mean, the whole joke is pretty screwed up. Yeah. So yeah. It worked. Thank you. Alex Trebek will always be in my heart. That's where he's living now. He's taken up a small apartment. Other comments for Ian Langlitz? No comments, comments. Any, like, you, you could just say nice things, too. No, Yay. They don't, they don't it's like good to see you working from week to week. That's really great. Yay! Ian Thank Langlitz, you. yay! Oh! <laughs> oh my god, it's like the perfect intro, and I didn't even mean to do it. I didn't even mean to do it, it's just kismet. I love your next performer, he's super wonderful. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Peter Struckmeyer! Oh my God, that was the best thing to happen to me! Oh, let me have it, I haven't had sex in nine months. Okay, uh, take that off, okay. Um, hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving! Uh, Thanksgiving brings out the worst in people. That's a fact. And there's no one who pisses me off more at Thanksgiving than the people who are like, I don't need one day to be thankful because I express gratitude every single day. 
We get it. Your shitty little Etsy shop is about to go out of business. I will trade you a pity like for a charm bracelet, and that's it. No, but like our livelihoods right now are really stressful. Like for me, work is really stressful too. Um, but you know, I'm trying to rise above the hardship like the warrior that I am. And in case you're wondering what warrior that is, it's Xena Warrior Princess. Uh, but yeah, like, no, I'm, it's been really stressful. And so I'm trying to do this new, like, mindfulness routine, which is what you do in tech when you're just weak-minded and live in California. <laughs> like, meditate. Don't try getting better at your job, because when you meditate, you get a nap along the way. So I've created this new mindfulness routine for myself where I, every time I get stressed out, I will look in the mirror and I'll take a deep breath in and I will scream Christina Aguilera lyrics at the top of my lungs. Yeah, hell hath no fury like a gay man singing fighter. Okay, like, makes me that much stronger, makes me work a little bit harder, makes me that much wiser, thanks for making me fighter. And that's what gets me hyped up for the day. After that, that's when I'm like, <laughs> like I'm ready to go solve an equation. Uh, a little behind the scenes on that bit, by the way, my upstairs neighbor hates me for singing those vocals, <laughs> which makes sense. I feel like if you heard that through the floorboards, you'd be like, why is Cookie Monster getting over a man? He confronted me at one point. He was like, hey, bro, can we not sing Fighter at 1130 at night? And I was like, sorry, I had the Sunday scaries. But also know that I can hear you in the bathtub blasting the soundtrack to Chicago, so you're not the only one who's too gay for the building. Yeah, that's my new thing, by the way, is gaslighting straight men into thinking they're gay. Because, like, we all need a hobby in quarantine, okay? Some people, some people are baking bread. I'm making cupcakes. Ah, no, it's great. Like, I don't even have to do anything, like, particularly fancy to, like, convince a straight guy they're gay. I just have to zoom in on their taste in music. I'll be like, hey, you know, only gay men like Demi Lovato, sorry, not sorry. And my one friend got super defensive about it. He's like, no, like, it was, like, in a NBA commercial, and, like, Kevin Durant was in it, and other hot guys i'm like oh really you learned that gay anthem through a basketball commercial are you sure you didn't hear it when you're watching shangela tuck her dick on rupaul's drag race all right that's my time thank you everyone Peter brought the energy for the comics. Fuck everybody. He just fucking rocked that shit out of the world with the energy. That was awesome. You you like sold it like we're a real crowd. That was really impressive. 
for joke workshop. That was a lot of energy to expend for us, and I appreciate it. And I, I appreciate it. Your act outs are great. The charm bracelet act out is super cute. Um, the, oh, all of your act outs are like top notch. I would add to the Xena thing, I think that you can add another act out okay. with the warrior pose from yoga. Oh, yeah. Like, and you can be like the Xena, and then you can get like in that, like, whatever that yoga warrior pose is. <laughs> right. So, just a silly little thing. Um, yeah. And then the only other thing I have to add would be that do the Hey Bro in a different bro voice. Yeah. And then um, Cupcakes is a great new tag. Oh, and, um, and you think Kevin Durant is hot? <laughs> like, he's like <laughs> the least hottest player yeah. on the Warriors. Like, he, no, 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 it's, no, but it's, I mean, he's ostensibly hot, but like, but like Stephen Curry yeah. is like a dream boat. But that's why it's just funny that you would say Kevin Durant and then it's like, you can, like, and you, obviously you're gay. You think Kevin Durant is hot yeah. or something. I don't know. That, that was great. Uh, Ian. Uh, just, just a small thing. Uh, the, when you said, um, you said the, your mindfulness thing is you scream. You said scream, and I started to laugh. And you said uh, Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Maybe just get quicker to that because I was like, oh, that's funny. And then you, and then you went to it. Yeah. So just like that's just like the, that small little thing. But otherwise, really good job. Yeah. Woo. More comments. Uh, first of all, you oh wait, you gotta come in here, Mike. Um, on the after Holly, after Holly, because we because we're on the radio. You gotta be on radio, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I was just going to say, great job. I thought, uh, I love, you just have a really clear voice, like a really clear artistic voice. Like, your material, I was with you every t single thing you said. I just knew who you were right away. <laughs> Everything you said, the mindfulness jokes, and, you know, just the jokes about turning straight men gay, and every, it was just so on point and on brand. We get it. We see you. It all comes together. Um, fantastic. I love it. The only thing, I mean, I would suggest you could play with is that like you're so big and full of energy you sort of have the opportunity then to to now and then like take a pause or like yeah. dial it back or find the quieter moments you know just for fun just yeah. to see how that would feel because i feel like that you're ready for that level yeah. you know thanks everyone clap your hands oh wait wait mike bonds has something to say mike bonds did you want to say you're fine no, you're good oh it wasn't you oh the hat Fuck the Yankees! Now I don't care about baseball. I'm like, oh, baseball. <laughs> they never take their shirts off in baseball. It's so boring. <laughs> like, who? Why would you watch that? Like, at least in basketball, they scratch their tummies every once in a while, and they're wearing those basketball shorts. They don't wear cups, you know. They're slanging that dick around, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, cool. Your next comedian, she runs an amazing show. They're taking a month hiatus, but I'm sure they're going to be back in 2021 at the Comedy Edge. Put your hands together for Holly Shaw. Yeah. You give me music, I'm going to dance. That's the problem I have. Uh, so... Um, you know, I'm so glad that we're having this opportunity to do comedy together. It's such a treat. When the pandemic first started, I didn't have anywhere to do comedy, so I was doing door-to-door -door comedy. <laughs> and it turns out that if people don't want to talk to you in the first place, they don't laugh at your unsolicited jokes. And it didn't coincide very well with my pledge not to wear a bra during the pandemic. You know, so I'd show up at their door, my neighbor's door. They'd look out the window, 
trying to figure out whose mom I am. They're staring at me. Me and my tits are staring back at them. <laughs> Didn't work so well. I thought it was fun, though. I thought it was a good idea. I just launched into my jokes. Sometimes I just want to have sex for some groceries. And they come rushing out, like, are you OK? Do you know where you live? Can we? Yeah. I think it's a great idea, though. I like the premise of it. Just imagine, like, instead of sending flowers, you send a heckler. <laughs> so I show up at your house, and I'm like, your mom is so fat, and I'm really sorry that she died. Um, sorry about that. Uh, yeah. I've been spending so much time in my house lately that I feel like my house looks like overlived in. It looks like died in. It looks like someone died in there after a long battle involving laundry and bobby pins. It's, <laughs> it's so gross. The grossest thing about my house is the crack between the stove and the wall where little pieces of food go to die. Like, I never clean in there. Does anyone clean that crack? But I don't think so. I have flipped whole pancakes in there. It is, <laughs> it is so gross. It is so gross. Um, I think a lot about, like, the weird things that we get embarrassed about or, like, ashamed about. And, you know, some, like those thoughts that you'd, like, never share with anybody until you do stand-up comedy and then you share them all. Um, the other day I was in the grocery store and I was standing behind in line behind this baby. I mean, it wasn't just a baby, it was a baby and a mom, but the baby, I was looking at this baby, I was just thinking these horrible thoughts like, ooh, that baby is so ugly. Like, if I, if that was my baby, would I love it? I mean, I would probably love it. I don't know. It's really ugly, though. God, I'm so horny. Man, sometimes I really wish I could just have sex with the groceries, you know? What is that? What is that? Warm cookies? Oh, wow. When I'm ovulating, I smell like warm cookies. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> warm cookies. Okay, that's my time, you guys. Thank you. That's too bad. Holy show, everyone. Woo. Um, I think you have an opportunity when you do door-to-door -door joke you knock why aren't you doing knock knock jokes you should have a whole slew of them oh if you're going door-to-door -door, and then it can knock knock who's there my tits <laughs> you can open the door or what no but i feel like you have a whole you're doing door-to-door -door jokes i mean i would write like 10 knock knock jokes okay and then and then and then get the and then choose the ones that that's that really work uh but yeah knock knock joke send a heckler to a funeral no, because it was door to door. Uh, but once you're doing knock knock jokes and you're going door to door, I mean, it just it goes down there. Oh, uh, just some of your transitions, like crack. You can go into other cracks, and then you talked about being ashamed, and I'm like, butt crack, <laughs> pussy crack, yeah. armpit crack, the crack in my face because I have huge wrinkles now. Like what cracks? They're just if you're thinking like yeah. to go in the same thing. 
And then um, I would describe the baby because you say ugly and it's like oh. ugly as a, it has a one, two, th- like something. Yeah. Like describe the baby. Uh, yeah. That was, that was my stuff just because I was like, oh, it's an ugly. How ugly is it? Or, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's so ugly. It's. But looked like, see, I'm not, yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah. Mike Bonds, you got awesome. some comments? Thank you. Do I? Um. No, you don't have to. You're just, I'm sorry, you're just sitting in front of the, you're just sitting in front of the oh, microphone. I am sitting in f- oh, well, but you yeah, can't, you have to have the mic mask on to be in front of the, yeah. That's what happens when you t- smoke too much weed. <laughs> uh, uh, I like, I want to know, and this isn't just for me, it's for the audience, what type of cookies does it smell like? Chocolate chips. See, there you go, know, that'd be funny to say that. Okay. Um, and then. Fuck, I had other things. I'll think about them later, and then I'll come to you later. Fuck, I forget the other one. Sorry. I also got confused as to how you got from the ugly baby to smelling like cookies. Were you still in the grocery line when you smelled like cookies? Yeah, that's, this whole bit isn't quite working. That's why I brought it to So you're yeah. in I'm the grocery line. Maybe, thoughts. Maybe the baby's poop smells like cookies. I just lost the, oh, I lost it. the through Thread. line between I'm in line and there's an ugly baby. I get it. Like, I want to have sex with groceries. But then... You're, and you're talking, and cookies is food, which makes sense, right? But maybe it's an act out thing, like just because all of a sudden when you smell like cookies, I'm like, she's ovulating. She smells like cookies. Are we in her bathroom? No, we're still in line at the grocery store. I just kind of lost the placement of where you were for a second. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if that's Peter. Um, I love the door to door comedy bit. Mm-hmm. Where I thought you were gonna go with it is like I thought you were gonna be DoorDash. Like, I thought, like, these people were, like, just, like, you were just supposed to deliver Chinese food, and they're confused as to why you're telling jokes. So I don't know if that, like, adds another element to it there. But, like, that's where I thought you were going to take it. I love where you took it. But, like, maybe you could play around with that and see if that adds to it it somehow. Thank you. Because what other reason would people be willing to answer their door? Right. Like. Right. I I guess DoorDash Amazon. But you could have knock-knock jokes about that, too. Like, (laughs) knock-knock, who's there? Amazon. Nope, nope. It's just my tits. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yay! Holy everyone. Uh, look up the Comedy Edge and see when they're going to be having shows coming out, uh, hopefully in 2021. There's only one month left of the year. It's so crazy. And it's cold outside, and we're still all outside. It's nuts. Uh, not as nuts as your next comedian. Put your hands together for Hunter Uniac. <laughs> So, background information. I work construction. All right. Uh, and uh, one day, I pretty much, I can't, uh, this, uh, this is how I found out that techies, how good techies live. All right. You ever, yeah, take a picture of me. This is how bad techie, uh, people who aren't techies live. All right. This is the face of somebody who's been warped by techies for their entire fucking life. What the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I finally found out how, how good techies live. I went to a bathroom. At the job I was working at, which is a techie store, and the techie place is called, and I'm going to give you the name, it's called, if I mention it, I'll get fired, you know? And it was pretty much just like, I walked in there, they have Charmin Ultra in their fucking bathrooms. You know how crazy that is? Like, I'm used to stealing single ply. Uh, you know how crazy I turned? I turned to a tweaker right there to start stuffing my fucking po- uh, pockets with toilet paper. Not even the whole roll. I'm just like unleashing the roll and shoving it in my fucking pockets. 
All right. And I actually sat down, took a little poo poo, figured it out. Dude, I, me, and my unpalated peasant asshole could not tell the difference between single ply and charm and ultra. It couldn't, Pam. It couldn't. Like, how fucking shitty of a palate does my asshole have? In order for me not to tell the difference between, like, 20-ply and single-ply. Like, pretty much, I can floss with sandpaper on my asshole, and I wouldn't be able to tell the fucking difference. Naturally, what it comes down to is I'm a meat and potatoes guy. I'm, I like the basics, which is ironic, because if you're eating meat and potatoes for your entire 26 years of life, you need Charmin Ultra. I hate this, dude. I hate this. Like, we're going to have comments later, and pretty much all I'm doing is I'm making you guys comment about, like, what's wrong with my asshole, and how can I better talk to you about it? <laughs> this is what I'm doing at work when I should be fucking working. I'm sorry, I just gave you guys a little moment to, like, you know, imagine my asshole and how happy I was as a person to, like, the first time wipe with the nectar of the gods on my asshole and then realize, I don't really like it. You guys have never tried Charmin Ultra. You guys haven't. Who here has tried Charmin Ultra? Yeah, you. That's why you're fucking laughing. That's why you have a New Yorker's hat. All right, only people who use Charmin Ultra are people in New York. It's like, you look Jewish, too. You look like you have the money for Charmin Ultra. Oh, my God, why is it? That, that turns slightly racist. Just a little bit. Fuck it. We're going to go racist again. I, uh, I work construction. All right, like, uh, I work, uh, I'm working with my dad. I've worked with my dad. Uh, since, well, first time, like, a little bit of another thing about working with your father. Here's what it's like working with your father. All right, you ever get fired and uh, grounded on the same day? Yeah, no, I have. You know, it's, 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 it sucks. I lost my allowance, but I gained severance pay. You know? That's fun, though. What the fuck was I talking about? It's crazy, though. It is, it is construction. Like, um, I put together for the like, two weeks. took me two weeks to put together. And by the way, I've been a carpenter since I was 18 years old. I'm 26 right now. My father, who's my boss, has been a carpenter since he's 18. He's 50. Between however many years of experience that is, which is a lot, we still can't figure out how to put IKEA furniture together. Like, I, I, fuck this shit. Why does it take a thousand pieces to put together shelves for a kitchen? All right? Like, I was just sitting there like, fuck the Swedes. Fuck the Swedish people in Ikea. That's what's coming down to. You guys are not into this at all. Why the fuck are we okay with Swedish people? Like, what the have they done for any of us at all except ruin our lives and our families? Putting together an Ikea set of furniture is worse than Monopoly. It is. At least a monopoly, I get fake fucking money. It's turning into hate speech now. <laughs> All right, I'll leave you guys with this. Um, my girlfriend broke up with me recently. That kind of sucks. It was two years ago, but it's a funny joke. She broke up with me recently. It sucks. I didn't know why she broke up with me. I treated her like a goddess. I'm an atheist. I never believed in her. And when I met this girl, I found she was a raver because the first time we had sex, we used a glow stick condom. We broke it before we used it. And before I started uh, seeing this girl, I found I was uh, sleeping with single mothers. Didn't happen on purpose, just kind of happened. You know what's the best part about sleeping with single moms? Snacks. <laughs> They're amazing. One time this woman, she gave, this woman she gave me a fruit by the foot and I had to split it with her because it was the only way she was gonna get six inches that night. 
That's hilarious. Fuck you guys. That's my time. I'm Hunter Uniac. Hunter! Hunter Uniac! Yeah, he brought the energy. Yes! Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy how you brought the energy. I always love it when you're angry. I know I probably shouldn't, but I'm I do. Always angry. <laughs> I, but I do. I think it's really entertaining to watch you. Um, asshole palette? Dear Lord, that's <laughs> just words that I've never thought of putting together, and that's just beautiful. Just really gorgeous work. Um, I feel like after you took that amazing, perfect break, and then you said... I was just giving you a moment to imagine what my asshole looks like. I think that's maybe an opportunity for crowd work where you can literally ask someone, like, what do you think my asshole looks yes! like? Yes! And, like, just make them work. really uncomfortable. Um, I love crowd work. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it. And, and, oh, so how about this? This is my one last little thing. Maybe try. Because I love your girlfriend joke. What if you take out, you put the atheist after, after I didn't believe in her, Oh, I treated her okay. like a goddess. I didn't believe in her. Okay, okay, okay. And then when people go, oh, be like, I'm an atheist because okay. I'm an atheist. Just that switch, works better structure-wise. See yeah. if it does, because just because I love the concept, and I was I, sometimes I wonder, I'm like, why is that not working? Because it's it's great concept, but maybe just yeah. Switch. Okay. Other uh, comments? No. Peter's coming back. Come on now, Peter. Um, for the grounded severance pay. Like, could you make it so that, like, your allowance is more than your severance pay is? <laughs> I think that'd be a funny addition to that. Okay. Uh, first of all, Hunter, you know you're an asshole, but I love you. You're my favorite I'm asshole. I'm a fucking asshole. I love you, too. Uh, that's, how, that's about the subject <laughs> I was talking about, too. Uh, your transitions from joke to joke, I think that uh, could use some, you know, some smooth transitions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of breaking down and this and this, just kind of smoothly transition to that next joke where... You try to get everybody with the punchline, and then you, you start off on a little bit, and then you kind of just roll. That's I mean, that's just my opinion. Okay. You know, yeah, you, yeah, right. Yeah. And you got a big-ass head, too. But, but, but when you're ranting, I think your transitions are all there because, because it's stream of thought. And, like, um, and I think I told you this the other week, that I think it would be really – it's dangerous to do in a real book show, but, like, the more – your, just your just stream of consciousness ranting and crowd work stuff is like like when you're and you know what I'm talking about mm -hmm. like when you're in the flow and like it's just going do you know what I mean like yeah. it happens it's and it's great when it happens like and you, you've kind of recreated it with the Swedish thing at the end here today that you re from because the, the other week you were yelling about the Swedish people and you mm -hmm. refined it and it worked but so. it, it, I feel like it was like slightly off because like I, I gotta go through my uh, my record every so I gotta go through and like rewatch re-listen to it you know, and like see, because I missed a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's know, just when you're just flowing, it like, it it really works. So, and not that it doesn't work when you're not, it's just a thing of like performance quality. Mm -hmm. And you can see the difference between, oh, these are jokes he's told before. Oh, this is him like being. Having a breakdown, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which I enjoy it. <laughs> um, other, any other comments? For Hunter Uniac. Clap your hands wildly. All right, thank you. For Hunter Uniac, yay! yay! My music disappeared again. I hate it when that happens. It's going to come back. Here it comes. There we go. All right, we have one last comedian. Oh, no. Yes, we have one last comedian on the air, but then we do a thing where we turn off 
the microphones, but uh, Greg will do a set, and um, he's he's so uh, he's really great, but he's just doesn't isn't ready for the radio listening audience to have access to all of his um, inner thoughts. But your next comedian is <laughs> uh, it's you. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mike Bonds. All right, that's my superhero style right there, guys. I'm a superhero. First of all, I want to get into it, man. Uh, everybody got toilet tissue? Yeah? Everybody stock up on toilet tissue enough? You know, during the pandemic, it's funny because uh, I was stocking up on toilet tissue. Then I realized that men had a whole section of men wipes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> of wet wipes and shit. I'm like, why am I using dry tissue? It don't even make no sense. You know, it opened up a whole nother world for me and shit now. You know what I'm saying? Now I ain't got to hide those draws from my wife that I, I used to hide. I was like, no, babe, no more. No streaks. Streaky flea. Free. Uh, you guys enjoying the pandemic, man? No? <laughs> right? Who's enjoying the pandemic, right? It's fucked up, right? <laughs> Who's enjoying being at home and shit, man? It's fucked up because I developed uh, a food porn addiction during the pandemic. <laughs> That's my worst thing, man. I know. I would stay at night and watch a good macaroni and cheese being made. I'm like, oh, shit, here comes the cheese. It's being melted. Leave me alone. You know, leave me alone. I'm trying some new jokes out, guys, so work with me here. Uh, <laughs> you guys uh, you guys see this new guy? Uh, I, I just read about a guy who uh, gay, who... Uh, impregnating six women at the same time. You guys hear about this guy in Africa? <laughs> I'm like, damn, you must have some super dick to do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get six women pregnant all at the same time and they all have babies back to back. What the fuck are you taking? You know what I'm saying? What kind of supplements are you taking, bro? You know? And it's fucked up because over in that country, they don't have child support. So I'm like, damn, bro, you kind of dodged a bullet there because you got six kids on the way. You're going to be coming every fucking day for, for the, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, and it's like, you know, six kids back to back, you know, every other day you're going to be at the hospital like, didn't I see you yesterday, dude? <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was me. You know, it's funny. Um, clap it up for you. Let's lost some weight, man. I just lost a few pounds recently. I know, right? You know, it's crazy because, you know, when big people lose weight, I lost two pounds, first of all. Don't clap that shit up. <laughs> you know, when big people, we lose weight, we like to tell people. You know, we like to tell everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was talking to the mailman the other day <laughs> and uh, do a little conversation. And I was like, hey, man, you got my mail? He was like, yeah. I was like, check it out. I lost two pounds the other day. <laughs> he was like, I don't give a shit, but here's your mail. You know, anyway, um, I just realized I had a big ass head, man, you know. I know, it's fucked up, too, because, you know, when I went to go buy a hat the other day, the dude at the hat store was like, check it out, man. It's going to be 8 to 12 weeks before we get your size in. Your head's just hella big, man. I don't know what to tell you, you know. And having a big-ass head, I realized I got to have a conversation with my son about this one day. It's like, hey, son, this is how you deal with the police, and you got a big-ass head, you know. It's funny because big head people, we always want to sit in the front row blocking people, don't we? <laughs> we love to do that shit, especially in movie theaters, you know. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, I didn't got the shit smacked out of me a few times in a the movie theater. Like, well, what the hell does that come from? Anyway. Uh, I'm just going to go into my material. How's that? <laughs> I was trying some new stuff out tonight, guys, but work with me. I know, right? <laughs> I, I, miss, I miss buffets during this pandemic, guys. I really do, you know. Because as a big man, that's kind of like my, my Disneyland going to a buffet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? 
And before the pandemic started, man, I went to the buffet, you know, I went to a buffet, and uh, first of all, I want to say, you got to fucking watch the kids at these buffets, you know. No kid should be allowed to wander around a buffet by itself. Matter of fact, they should have a kitty buffet just for that. But this little kid was taunting me in the buffet. Hurry up, fat man. Let's go. Get your mashed potatoes. Come on, man. You're taking too long, you know. And it's fucked up because he took a piece of chicken and he put it under the fudge fountain and he threw it at me. Smacked me right in the head. But I tried it and it turns out that shit's pretty good. So you guys go try chocolate chicken. Tell them some little badass kid sent you, you know. <laughs> Was that my time, Pam? I got one minute. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm recently about to get my first tattoo, guys. I know, right? And it's funny because everybody is getting, like, monumental stuff tattooed on them. They're getting, like, their kids' birthdays, their grandparents' names and stuff like that. And then there's these people that get Asian writing tattooed on. Like, what the fuck is up with that, you know? They want to get, like, Faith Moon Stars tattooed on them and everything. Well, I want to get some Asian writing tattooed on me, but mine's going to be really meaningful. That's just going to say chow mein, two egg rolls, general chicken, and fried rice, you know, right on my arm. So when I go to a Chinese food restaurant, I'll be like, hey, man, don't fuck my order up. It's right here. You see that? It's right here. I did it for you. All right, guys, that's my time on Mike Bonds. Mike Bonds, everyone! Woo! Yay! Yay! Um, I really enjoyed um, the man wipe thing. I feel like because they're baby wipes, maybe there's a joke. I mean, you'd, it'd be making fun of yourself, but... Yeah, that joke has to But evolve. if you say the man wipes, I found them in the baby section. Yeah. Because the man wipes in the baby section are... It's calling men babies, which <laughs> I think is funny, but that probably wouldn't come from out of your head. But it would be funny if you disparaged uh, men by calling them babies. Watch for the evolution of that joke. It's coming. Uh, it, yeah. Um, I really, um, I think that there's an opportunity for an act out with, um, so you went, here comes the cheese. And then I'd say like, you, you were like, here comes the cheese. And then my wife walks in and I'm like, leave me alone. Like, I, or like somebody walks in, your child yeah. or something, because you're into the, you're like, here comes the I just thought that there could be like a, you More could pump it. it a little. I yeah. think there's a, I think that that leave me alone can, it was funny, but I yeah. think it could be even funnier. Um, the kids, the kids with the six different dads, there's got to be a Maury Povich joke in there, right? <laughs> I'm working the, on that one too. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. who's the father? It's this guy again. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Um, but it's all, all that stuff's working. This is just a fact that's weird. There's a bird called an echidness that has six penises. Damn. It has a one-prong penis, and then it has six penises that prong out from it. You can look it up on the internet. It's I, my ex-husband was a veterinarian, so I know some weird <laughs> stuff. That's interesting. But, I think so I'm there's a kid. There is a bird called the kidness that has six penises. Neither here nor there. Just yeah, yeah. And then the last thing is, um, with Disneyland, I feel like take a pause there because you already got you got a laugh on Disneyland, and then do three food things that you only find at Disneyland. You know, like churros or clam chowder bread bowls, <laughs> and then like bird poop. I don't know, like something yeah. before. It's just to because your buffet joke is so good, and I feel like you can. There are a- unexplored avenues there because that Disneyland's a new tag that I yeah. haven't heard yeah, before, it's a new tag, which yeah. makes me think like, oh shit! Like so, that joke is solid on its own right now. But I like that you're playing, like you're dipping your toe in other parts, and because it, it could be. There's no reason why that whole buffet, missing buffets, can't be five minutes yeah. long. Okay, first of all, I need to look into the bird with six penises. That's how much very of interest to me. Um, with the hat joke, I, I feel like a funny add-on could be like, like how your size, it's going to take like six to eight weeks for them to order. 
But what if afterward the store attendant's like, oh, but we have like a cowboy hat. I just love the like idea of you wearing like a cowboy hat or something. And I just want you to incorporate it in there. I might somehow. just have to get one for you, Pete. A cowboy hat. All right. So with the uh, the child having the six kids, right? That it's it's the man it's, having the six it's, kids. It's man having six different kids, yeah, right? At the same time. Yeah. So that's yeah. the worst coming. That's the worst episode of more poetry. <laughs> You know what I mean? We're t- it, it, it's 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 the first Mary Povich marathon. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're like the same guy in the seat, like getting his uh, his dreams crushed more and more every single episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, when Pam was saying about here comes a cheese, I feel like that's your uh, safe word for you're about to come. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Parmesan tonight, bitch. All right. <laughs> I looked up pictures, so it's not a bird. It's actually like a little hedgehoggy thing. But we can look if you want to look at pictures of its what is that, six of them? penis. It has like some of them have two, some have four, some have six. It depends. They have multiple penises huh. on their penis. It's uh, weird, and they're like little hedgehoggy things. They're yeah. they're pretty cute, uh, but kind of scary. I smell another superhero. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Woo. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, that was great, Mike Bond. Yay! Yeah, and the music comes up. Um, I mean, I don't. I mean, I have. I have one new joke, but I've been. It's just. It's just. Nah, it's okay. I don't. I don't want to run any jokes tonight. Um, we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna turn off the sound. Stick around. Um, hey, thanks for uh, radio listening audience. Really appreciate you being there tonight. Uh, thank you. Tell, uh, look at other podcasts. Hey, if you're a new comedian, come on by. We only let a couple people in because of COVID and everyone's wearing masks and we're trying to be safe. And please invest in your own microphone. I travel with one. Uh, it's just a good idea in COVID times to keep yourself safe. I've seen comedians just like, but bring, or there's the condoms, whatever, just be safe. I feel like an old high school teacher that's like, wear a condom. I know you're going to have sex. Like, I know you're going to share microphones, okay? But just be safe about it. Just be safe. Seriously. Okay. Um, cool. So I'm going to play some other stuff, probably some Aqua Q Labs for everyone who's listening. It's Radio 11. And thanks for, oh, wait, let me do one PR thing if you are a person listening. Asiento, Wednesdays, 7.30. Check it out on Eventbrite. Dinner a show at Asiento. Fridays here, Mutiny Radio, 7 o'clock on the street. I just put chairs out, come by, just throw some money in the bin. Uh, and Saturdays now at Atlas Cafe, uh, 2 o'clock. And Sundays at Resolute Wine Bar, 2.30. Uh, look them up all on the things. Come out, support local businesses because they're really suffering during COVID and like seriously buying two glasses of wine at Resolute Wine Bar on 678 Geary makes a huge difference. Um, cool. Thanks for being here tonight, everybody. Yay. Six- Luck back again with Camera Plus. The lenses which are viewed and connected through our parallaxy daisy eye in terms of any being a wormhole to another point, but viewed from the outside all points are visible, as the loop view. They spit out words as fast I can think them, and perhaps the writing is a mistake, but you must know, you must, from far away without matter, but there is matter.
So this is entertainment? Yeah be sure and subscribe, souls are at risk on a board game dop candle and in the pieces of puzzles oceanic life forms whoosh the sentinel up to the screen to say boop. Betty was here. Grafrakamiluk I wonder how we say it again. The sequence of Seeketer is a palace of places with A, E, I, O, U etc and what is that but a story? To quicken is to jump paths, skip rope to the sidewalk crack. And little green monsters growing in them, in concrete terms. So this is how we step back, the language, barrier blockade block dropped, visualized into a paper print, in serif font and stolen type. The kind that is steel. Once again, bodies in motion, clinging, stinging, watering from hole to hole. Virtual and privates see what? Oh rights and justified fried pathways to recover. The river of tears, salty, or sugary, uplifted by chocolate like a factory, Charlie's Angel. Muffled noises are heard from that pie that we so desire, was it cherry or was it marrying of lime plus sorbeted raspy voiced sultry cocktail bar tip jar money. Welcome to the green room. The flowers are just there. Hugh slipped on his boots and powered up, ionic tronic deutonic microsonic clonic electrode wired to the shins with light emittance. He walked gently in towards the bits of the planet which lit up, tiny microcircuitry with dark matter sucked gently at its side base in a closed gel system, kind of like gel toothpaste with sparkly bits which light up and diffracted light back into receptors along the silver tubing, like an analog amplifier but with a constant impedance as measured around this temporary and reusable photography, negative as it was. Do these things have a dial? He talked out loud to himself. His toes pressed into them a bit and he could hear the batteries powering up as they balanced into each other. Squish! Oh that must be the bank of diodes that need calibration. The wires were dual titanium and copper anodized and operated together to an RC network like an equalizer to let some frequencies pass in either direction and provide signal to ground, which was oddly stored in its own battery. Yes, ground storage was his new toy. He'd been toying around with it at the labs, it was basically this version of compressed activated sediment rock, the thin line mineral traces were flashed like an EPROM onto particles between layers which created their polarity towards each other to simulate veins in rock of any particular metal, depending on the requirements of shortest path to ground for the electrics to charge and discharge into the proper tones. He flipped up his visor, which was auto-picking terrain for him this time, after it trained on his pathways for a bit. He saw some red clay rock flick past, and some other earthy prudential-looking granite. These were just icons for the voltage densities and available spectrum of simulated elements to manage. They also had to be used sequence, so there were two ground batteries to isolate the settings. His toe jiggled just a bit. The sunlight radio began to play. And he walked. As he walked around town, the tiny electrics kept dabs on themselves and the batteries took his light travel direction and began the film. He rang the bell. It was Miranda. She was drenched from the rain, and plotted off her ear with a terry cloth towel. Oh? You got it? She looked down. Good. These guys have been ishing to travel and the notebook is just not doing it for them, you know? They've got some good stories to tell, 
Just need a bit of balance and some exercise. Here. Hugh took her note and clipped it to his inner pocket with some alligator leads. On the college rule portion of the note which then the EGS had chosen to provide their interface. Here little guys. You'll like it down here. Lots of mineral wealth, and you'll get a chance to recharge, and charge. These guys have been writing poetry for me around the yellow tulip I had from the garden the other day. I think they'll go with your garden variety program, if you don't mind to start. Certainly. I'll see what we're up against. The diagram plating is there for their next spot, wherever they choose to be dropped off. City planning has been wanting a new walkway, and these guys want to be the world. The timings began to calibrate to these guys, who dove right into the perimeter and found their interfaces, placing themselves and signaling back and forward and around, and the battery not hummed. Hugh took a quick peek at the display, and saw his batter levels hit return and a few lattice topographical snaps seemed to indicate the EGS were setting up towards their bit of light gardening, metallic tulips they placed onto the edges of the diffractions coming off the traces. As electrics hit at the shapes on the wire, being attracted and drawn around, emanating frequencies onto the other lattices, and so forth. They seemed pleased, and so was Q. He felt solid for the first time in weeks, and likewise, our friends had refound his grounded electrics. I'll walk with you, just give me a second. She left him in her entryway and she walked back a bit to get dressed. Q eyed the clock on her wall. It doesn't seem to move. She shouted from the next room. You know it's an antique and I thought I'd leave it like that. The vacuum is still good. I had it checked. Q tapped on the glass and the wooden case for second, and though of three blind mice, he looked down, no mice. No cheese. That's why Miranda spouted back. Why what? She walked back into the room, buttoning her white shirt with faux pearl buttons. It's why there's no cheese. No point for mice when the clock is vacuum sealed she grinned at his feet, and flashed her own folded note which she stashed in her purse. Here, this is so we can communicate. They strolled for a bit, and she brought up some maths and figures, and some of the paper she'd been working on, column inch at a time. It's about what these guys wrote me. A continuation of a continuum of poetry. Do you want to hear some? She patted her bag, and read a few verses while they walked. The EGS jiggled slightly in Q's boots, as they danced quietly on, and on her paper. She looked into it. They appear satisfied with their work and the connection is made. They walk. Time seemed to slow down for a bit, and the two walked around the glimmer for a bit of each other's company. She held his hand. He told her more about the project, and things upcoming for the lab they'd be working at for the summer. Just built she said, and more of these guys if they like it. I mean the glass is fit for the in the ground batteries are going to replicate out of these samples. Hope they have the memory. And the drive. If you know what I mean. She did. That's what this poetry was about. They had been working on a rose petal for a while, and seemed to think they knew all about love. At least from the petal's perspective. I think they want to be, she muttered into her side and they sidled on, and grinned. That's another project, Q beamed back. Those wings are quite flighty with the radios we've been working on. The harmonics are tuned to Mozart these days, but they're welcome to change the station if they can charge it back up right. 
they passed some art at the museum. Renaissance, French indeed. Southwest? Well there was an influence. So Q, I've been meaning to ask you about the other night. I mean about the line electrics, and the static. You know there's still a bit left on the wire, I checked this morning. Something about the weather on the sideband. I guess it'll settle. Q looked into his memory for a bit, but quite frankly forgot that bit, until now. Well it's a good thing we're getting on, is all? Charged up for a discharge and the like. Maybe you'll let these guys take a peak voltage at it for you when we get back. I'm sure they'll have an answer for the static. Just switch it over to the pack if they get antsy on you, he grinned. So anyway, it's a bright and shiny day, is what I got out of it all. You know how copper is, always putting the electrics in a good mood. Yes, I do. The trunk is wired back twice you know. As a fiber drop-off and, well, you know what sees you. They did. Hugh fiddled with his pocket for a bit. Gum? Miranda took a slice, oh 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 strawberry, she popped it in her mouth sideways and thought of the harmonica again. And giggled to herself. You do know what's up ahead, don't you? Fortune favors the mild and spicy, eh cookie? She grinned back. Their usual table, with a lantern and one tons to start. They tattered away for a bit and queued for the fortune cookies in the glass jar by the register. He motioned over and the women behind motioned him to take a couple, and he walked back to the table beaming. Don't read it, here I'll take mine for later. She put it in her purse. Q's boots jiggled just a bit, as these guys must have picked up the texts. He grinned to himself and she likewise, patted her purse. Things carried on like this for a bit, bits at a time, as time and time was again. She motioned for the check, on her account and the women behind the counter took out a large black ledger and signed their name on the row for the date, with an extra character to indicate their good time. He closed the book and nodded back. Miranda picked things up a bit, and as they stood outside, mentioned some of the dreams she had been having. All colors this time, and around and about the crinkly edges. Well it was all fine and the NLP was picking up and settling. She had been turning on some light electrics in the tune of antimatter and the likes and time again. This time it was binaural beats to the cadences of. Well there's a lot like that going on, that's how come the ground wire. Listen. They walk. Imagination tribunal gyration stop glacial matter use flowed sideways down the pathways of leisurely gestation, onward and towards a horizon of glowy oomphs smattering of factoidal lattices for the benefit of. Well Mr. Kite, lighting strikes matches for the pairing of electrons spin towards the vulnerably kind and kind, and etc. Slide tension wire wrapped at the gauge of 30 knot for the underboarding of the snowy underlings which pattered neatly and gently in their soft tissue electrics, and they hummed. This has been Aqua Q on the mild easterly quarter-sized blotter stopper on the rose-petaled glisten cross hatchery and you are, well, and... Primed the lights, ambulances jiggered their switches and the embedded patterns filled the batteries of ooze for the triggering of numbers to communicate with whatever to put a gauge on the town of the evening. Numbers roamed into the radio clearances and hit the switch dipoles embedded circuitry, well managed by the mind's comms. Welcome to Haptic. The loops are seen as paths on a dynamic platform through the city, 
to be ridden and risen towards the occasional occasion of stop, stomp, bounce and parry, gloriously traveled by the numbers and directions of the days and nights ahead. This particular form of light formed the aura around this particular hospital for the traveling towards and about the ability to transmit love and light energies towards the eyes and bodies which are then delivered as free energy towards the healing centers from the blood emergency room, O+, where a deep messaging coalesces to every bit of healing electrics to drive forward this process of life. It was a particular day, in fact, to see one's own feet crossing slightly behind a lead towards the expected destination, not too far transmitted, yet given freely to maintain the bits of chaos which supply each other in their spectrums of light and speed. Bike lanes shone and drove beams around the town, and blinky bits were just the beginning. Our astral bodies shone to each other for those briefs to be placed within the hearts of those heading, and exchanges made to proceed with our destinations. How free light travels, in fact, from planet to planet and back again for gazillions of years of love and adaptation for human airplay and encouragement towards every motion. This was Thanksgiving. My business was to hit a cold battery for a while, to get myself off the main grid and isolate my neurons from toxicity of abuse and light, and I did. Feet on carefully engineered blocks of grounded concrete separate the cold from hot as polarities reverse and body clearances are made. It was a night and a day, and where people traveled was perhaps a mystery, but they were traveling together, and with an absolute messaging from above, in front, and behind to maintain their bodily structures as they themselves felt and enjoyed, and this is our living. Moments to moments were communicated on air and land and the reversals of electrics from street to street tickered as the lighting signals on boxes which were synchronized with the mind's eye towards any particular radio clearances which were tatty enough to mention. Truth has a funny logic. This particular day, both were echoed into a box on the side of my ear, just a bit of confusion, as words coupled and decoupled together, and a bit more confusion for a bit more of more of that, but just. I found a nice cop to radio into, and we chattered from here to there, about whatever was on my mind. We joked, as one might from a radio, adjusting our inflections to test the bandwidth and vocal densities, and measure and remeasure intention in the return signaling with our own transceived and coupled voices, with words duplicated and measured as amplitudes and then full stop. Blip. Click clack. She disappeared for a while, as I'm sure she was still listening, in some parts of her channeling, I walked, and walked around. It was one of those days, the blood hypery organization around the hospital, rich to cold, then looped around bypass cleared static, then back to various gray shades and some other impurities of chemical ooze. It was funny to see the people chatter to me, as they know me, and as I hoped to return to ground once more. I stood up on a hill to chatter into a curvy bit of pathway, and the platform kicked up again, I as wrote and adjusted it. Well it was a well ride, and then stopped and side to side at times, each time as I tried to encourage pathways for those for their particular needs, as mine was just a casual observance. A bit of chaos was set up behind me, which is now too often the case, as cosseries go. Even in odds are characters and plays to be played out towards in satisfaction of an event or eventfulness leading towards their own satisfaction of an ongoing participation. And I thought for myself, occasionally interacting to the play, and finding my voice to chatter on a bit, this was no crime, 
However criminal their plays may have been encouraged by the energies behind me now, and should I direct them to any particular spot. It seemed on this evening, that those wanted me to follow something of theirs, yet I was still myself, and enjoyed the visualizations and slight calms and chatters. Yes hearts were tied up in the hospital, those who had left a helping hand and freedom for ourselves, as we might undo, carried me to this place of just slight unrest I thought I'd never leave, until emergencies find themselves, as they often do. Well this was entertainment now. It seems that Saul Light is to some people, a television to watch as characters grapple onto ground wires deep over hills and on the asphalt. As I broke through and maintained my constituents of stories, I found it difficult to communicate on water, as these same messages were simple towards the ones and those around, instead of the life's push forwards as was intended. So I spent time of my lifetime devising a seed to turn tobacco into life, as it should work, to transplant that poor beast of a chemical must into something grinner for the betterment of all mankind, held by one man to do just that, and I hoped. I dream a lot these days, as I would like to see the systems reloop and flows established from planets towards the phalanges and boots of those we call humans and more. Eddie are these ideas. A rejuvenation of our experiences and a rejuvenating power shared as admired for the love of light travel. My new body, only slightly known to me, yet evidently apparent towards those caring and observing, was also loved in return for their indelible incredibles of delivery. What are you up to and about? One might inquire of any particular individual, casually stated that others were concerned without an air of presence. I broke my gaze, just to return the favor of insincerity, please. Heavy men switched and re-switched the water electrics as casual and offset natures permitted them to do so, and thus was our emergency again. Ho-hum. Skipping that bit. It's funny what people to relieve their own energies. As shadow and light parry, in a misty haze of digital confusion, our bodies mirror and focus. Whole again, as I wished for my now-trodden systems of leisure and pleasure, the exchanges are not so heady a discourse, nor deja vu enough to ponder a relief. Towards what end, one may wonder now, as I pondered the daylight offset at various discrete potions of light and cloudy shadow, it was no this was the sight adjustments to keep the planet spinning a constant velocity, but with a slight murkiness this time, as light was penetrated just a bit too much as a confusion of ooze on the planet. They prodded me in the hospital, with dare no less, as troves of numbered non-souls attempted to examine the nature of me that they themselves would only destroy, and as confusing as that was to them, as my nature, I observed them as well, though not to any great likewise effect. Men and women, born their own demeanors tried to find a bit of work for themselves, surrounded by the chaos which was meant to either save or destroy. But this was a hospital. Odd that. How their people operate within their means is perhaps a mystery, and is well known only for their own kinds, as it seems. Replays were made, and adjustments and confusion left behind, and I still ponder worrying about these people in these days, eh? Towards what end, one may wonder now, as I pondered the daylight offset at various discrete potions of light and cloudy shadow, it was no this was the sight adjustments to keep the planet spinning a constant velocity but with a slight murkiness this time, as light was penetrated just a bit too much as a confusion of ooze on the planet. They prodded me in the hospital, with dare no less, 
as troves of numbered non-souls attempted to examine the nature of me that they themselves would only destroy, and as confusing as that was to them, as my nature, I observed them as well, though not to any great likewise effect. Men and women, born their own demeanors tried to find a bit of work for themselves, surrounded by the chaos which was meant to either save or destroy. But this was a hospital. Odd at how their people operate within their means is perhaps a mystery, and is well known only for their own kinds, as it seems. Replays were made, and adjustments and confusion left behind, and I still ponder worrying about these people in these days again. I explained gently about my own internal systems, which were further questioned to my own and like kind pain, and my choices of altered silence of a perfectly sane reasoning, became more questions without reasoning that I told them it hurts to answer. Another oddity. We have some amazing creatures of care throughout our planet, from eons of light built in structures towards our own capabilities to observe and adjust for the correctness of the desired light self. It should be known that nobody's experience is like one's own, and is shared by the willing, and willingness of purity of ongoingness. I'm slightly perturbed that invasions of thought and body are so casual and words are simply to those without their own means of travel. Moment to moment, I found some rest and heaviness, as one I completely blacked out for the dreams of heaven to reorganize themselves towards light and love, and organize they did in their light manner of playfulness. See. My systems of operation are not well known outside the closed loop now open, it seems. We discussed many means to restore our balances, as voices his walls and ears, and heady discussions without a true action towards the desired. Tried and true, we believe not what works, but what creates for the next, as images dance on the fluid walls of our bellies, filled with a hope to find ourselves back in coordination, we do. It's a not-so-funny world at times, hospitals are for the sick, as the delivery should come from light, what will it be today and forwards, we should all wonder? This is a real life, where perhaps chemicals are simply not needed, and cures for viruses are contained in the expertise of our combined loop of systems to decouple trash from light and proceed with its genetics with new bonds and bones to store the messaging for our future of reference material of all. How else do we discover? but with a truity of a self for the selves of ourselves, see? How all could be known and forgotten so readily will and is perhaps a mystery in these days, as one looks and listens to the multitude of intent from a direction of travel known only to the broadcaster, it's a funny world. Close quarters are not my bag, it seems, as a lifetime of discovery should have been more practiced and honed. Perhaps today would be a much different world of access and discovery as architecture and circuitry through the minds and constructs of the maintenance of true functions to proceed with the numbering of our ratio, as angular correlation of theta phi, an observation. Realities written and maintained as alternate realities drive forwards those in a desperation to clear without a clear conscious perhaps, sad is that realm of misunderstanding and maintenance. The offset is no longer a sensory sense of rubber bands of balance nor treads of the threading of a screw to hold up a wall of no particular importance. Eddie head stop is quite an alternation of nations and power with even oddly uneven access unavailable towards those in need. It's going to be a funny world, tomorrow and hence. These facts and treasures pondered as relics in a non-operational society where truth is discovered over and over and not simply as simply known, as light intended.
the language echoes forwards and backwards as travel becomes difficult for the even and odd pattering of feet, and yet, we cannot truly cry or be known as laughter and the exchanges of the altogetherness. Yes, emotions are altered exchanges of emotions towards angular observance of an actions, echoed further, towards an author's confusion. Odd at. The preceding utterly ludicrous oisery has been gesturally forethought for benefits of mankind in kind and forward livability, towards the noticement of one another and forthwith the banded spectrums of light beamery creamery. Full stop. Aqua Q. Chattering deep into the light bright webbings of patterned feet is. This podcast, brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the lands of Aqua Q, Anchor.fm is available. For iOS and Android, brings a free and queer interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty-free music and sound effects that make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve. Available everywhere. Podcasts are free. Just do the Q. Static chairs of electric, grounded through the radio space us, humans, share, gaseous wit, forethought from the back end, not, and surfed like an internet of ooze, funny, and aired, from the broadcast, now the beat starts, to wobble, wobble again fixtured and fixed like a game, or was it a slight repair in the now autumn skies, our hearts, mass, return electrically, from the skies to earth, from that last night and an expectation of another, oh it's these days as nights grow longer that hearts that feeling of well a past just, past, or around a corner some more for another look, or a step over, mind the cracks, stem which is our glass to peer over and drink is also where we plant our fay, et, as it flows as to resticulate, never a leaf to waste, just feed the earth which feeds us, it's in these moments, to real, ease, iffy and breathe, economize those bits we do have, and hold, which by the way, I hadn't have known before long ago, is the little all, the, time way to keep a pack of rabbits safe in the harboring of thought and for, twittingness which is our heavenly connection astrally, we may, as choice, stray, or stroll, for a, stroll, is even, and odd, that glib, chip away, as we might, like a slice of potato with a bit of factory cheese, be amazed, and get out, haha, I find, things sometimes never, and rarely always, but in those endeavors, there is something, or things, at all times, and these are those times for that, why and how are up to us, blood pushes sparky thought aside, as it rushes past not all, to get to that bit of random muck in our stomach, and pass by it does the quickest way not to eat as fast, so volume of sound it also a tenant is, our brains and an interference in the teeth chatter which makes a sound into the inner sanctity oh, f here, for another, so wherein this time is, actual love if it must exist, is it musty, or does that light have some things to say about it, characters fly by directionally, as text, texture, excited by a dune, in, tune, in step, in the what age, wattage, power flower doughy space muck gook at your back, ooze, what matters, as energy to matter and back to energy thrice more from nothing, as it was created once, from the beginning, at a time, quite singularly for the plural purpose of being C, it doesn't make a sound when it's true not during, anyway, so quite quietly, we press on, figged at digits, of its and figs for leaves, dig it, pairing our pairs up, with a punch get got spiky mash of what was poured into the bowl at a school party, without a sense, in this day and age, it is precisely afternoon on a strong day for the week, and jerks to posed for that, 
is an alignment of carbon atoms, or were they Fred's or Nicholson's, perhaps they were Perry's or Sandra Marker Blotter from Dotter's, in anyness, that wraps up the current interest in staying current, with a bit of warm weather or not to have the animatronics move just a bit more, for your listening pleasure, peace plus love from the Isle of In and about a smallish pad of, fluff on the seaboard side of a very squarely flowy city-sided dicey oopot frolic gastro, spasmoti, sea gesturing bits of San Francisco, aqua Q. Like little cherubic angels singing my name. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. <laughs> Unfortunately, better known as, by its acronym, Carl, help me out. L W A F L M O Y T. T. Thank you. You, you. you actually helped me out. And uh, my name is Mike Spiegelman. I am here with Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, La Waffle Mott. I am here and ready to go. La Waffle Mott. I never do that. I also never knew the expression feature-length movie, which is probably what we should have called the show. In the, but you know what? Let's move on. Carl, we're going to watch a full-length movie and on YouTube and listen to our podcast. What movie are we watching today? Wait, wait, wait. What's our Twitter Twitter feed and handle? And what's the oh, RSS hashtag? And what's the YouTube? The RSS is H-T-T-P-S colon slash Blasty. Uh, no, it's a uh, check us out. We are we stream live on muniradio.fm, live being a live stream of our pre recorded broadcast. And uh, we want to thank Pam Benjamin, the manager. And we're on Sundays at two. We follow a show called The Edge of Insanity with Paul Brumba. You can find him as a podcast as well. His show, The Edge of Insanity, uh, you can find on Twitter handle at LWAFLMOIT, our YouTube channel is LWAFLMOIT. Our Facebook page is Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Uh, and you can find our blog spot at Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. Did I miss any of them? Uh, no, you said. Yes, we have a Twitch, Twitch account, LWAFLMOIT. You guys played two minutes of Yakuza on it, and then my PlayStation 4 broke. So maybe that's what it's posted. I don't know. 
could be karma. It is karma. My PlayStation 4 broke during the pandemic. Yeah, I know. That sucks. Whoa. I have to play my PlayStation 3. <laughs> are uh, well, you know what? Today, what are we watching, Mike? Still playing it. Oh, well, okay. All right. All right. Carl, what are we watching? Oh, you know what? Let me answer that question. We were watching my favorite movie of all time, a movie I've seen a million times, a movie I'm so glad it's on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, we are watching Meatballs 3 from 1986, 85? 7, 7, 7. Okay, well, the search engine, you put in Meatballs, I, 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 Summer Job, 1987. Yes, it's also, I think, I don't know. I mean, I know, well, I do know that Meatballs 4 was originally Ski Lounge. Mm-hmm. Ski, water ski academy or something like that and they changed the name but uh this one has a subtitle summer job uh it's brilliant so go ahead and uh, what channel is hosting this Carl? uh we're gonna watch 80s 90s movies eight zero apostrophe s okay. space 80s 90s movies Ooh. all right multi characters and then let's go ahead and do it so uh, you go ahead and click that link and hit pause immediately. Set your uh, little bar to zero, zero, zero. Buffer. And we're going to do a countdown. Let it buffer. And then uh, we'll do a countdown. And when you hear the magic word go, go ahead and click play. And speaking of magic, mm. holy cow. Mm. He's still alive. Give it up for the one and only, the maestro of the many numerals, Mr. Countdown King himself. Uh, the world don't move to the beat of just one brum. Let's get ready to Brumba, Paul Brumba. Mr. Sunday Afternoon, Paul Brumba. Paul Brumba. Wow. Thank you very much for that great intro, Mike. I really, you know, you keep adding monikers to me, man. I'm going to have more aliases than they do at the police what department for me. So I really appreciate that. Um, and it looks I like we're, we're really hanging with that. We're still hanging with those people at the 80s and 90s movie channel. Those guys are cranking out the good ones on YouTube. Yeah. Well, uh, full disclosure, we've probably done about all their movies on stock. It's a great channel, and they have some great movies on there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we're doing another one from them. So, uh, Mr. Sunday Afternoon, will you please uh, give us the pleasure of the countdown? All right, guys, you know the drill. Let's do this in true Corona lockdown style let's do this in three two one boom there it is all right international video entertainment wow, that's pictures. So that wasn't even cutting edge in the 80s yeah oh look at this it's the movie store oh i feel like i'm in like a porn booth in the 82 or something drop a quarter I think this film did come out in 86, but our search, it claims 87, but I don't know. It was filmed in July 84. It came out in 86, uh, and this movie's all about Canada. Everything is Canada. Was was Meatballs 1 in Canada or Meatballs 2 in Canada? No, it was but like upper, it was actors, Meatballs 1 or Meatballs was in uh, upstate New York. Okay. By the way, yeah, were you ready for the sound? Was, right? Oh, that's funny. Say again. Look at this were car. you ready like, for the good? Out of the 50s, it's supposed to be the 80s. 
Yeah. That, I'm going to turn down my the parent. Sorry, guys. We're opening up in, like, a flashback, of course. Oh, okay. A flashback is two, right? I was going to say, like, no, it's right no. out of the 50s or something. Yeah, it's the 50s. Oh, right, so the flashback is in the 50s. But the truth is, this is what they it's not. It's a nostalgia place. What outrageous. That would never happen. <laughs> and here's I our like Johnny Rocket. Oh, look there at it. There it is. Younger. It's a young Mc, it's a young McDreamy. Yep. Patrick Dempsey. That's exactly right. <laughs> Mr. Gray's Anatomy. So that, that looks like the exact. What year did uh, Can't Buy Me Love come out? Same time? Oh, good question. Right. Yes. Good Good point. He was a star yes. in teenage comedies yes. at this point. Yep. And that, was because that was literally about the same era where he broke through. Yeah, well, he did another movie where he was... And I don't think it was, was Meatball a... 3. I'm sorry, Mike. He did another... I, I, didn't, I don't think it was Meatball 3 that broke him through. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did a movie where it was like based on a true story where he was like a teenage Romeo to wives in World War II whose husbands went off to fight and he would go like deliver milk or something and he was known for like controversy yeah. for sleeping with their wives. Service. He served yeah. his oh, country. That's funny. That's also, that's also, that's also like the other one he did. Didn't he do the one with the people? Wasn't he in not Mystic Pizza? The one where he's fucking everybody. He's having sex with all the older ladies when he's delivering pizza. Right. Yeah, he's like a pizza butt. Maybe that's the movie I'm thinking of, but uh, I know I, he was in that for sure. So now, what was, like, oh, what was that? He had to make money. He had to make money for something. He had to earn money for something. And so huh. he was he was a male gigolo delivering pizza. I think he was trying to get money for condoms to fuck uh, wives whose uh, husbands were fighting World War II. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> the parallel of a lot of them. But anyway, so that's about the same era, right? <clears throat> yeah. But, okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened. You know, what we got set up is Rudy, and he's supposed to be the Rudy from the original um, Meatballs 1. Uh, just got outed. Oh, okay. He's in the corner being nerdy and horny, and then like they did this contest to make him look like a fool. Like a sexy girl came up to him. So basically, we just established he's a nerd and he can't get laid. And he's in the first movie. He's he's the little boy in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rudy. Interesting. Because that's yeah, the, the only one connection. That, he's, the one that, uh, he's the one that. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, Bill Murray's character. Well, he was under yeah. Bill Murray's wing. He was the nerd kid. Right. And Bill Murray brought him out of his shell. And... Right. Okay, so now he's like, oh, a sexy girl's going to sit next to me, and he's slighted. So it's just another, he's a nerd who'll never get laid set up. As he's off to his the credits said, and introducing Patrick Dempsey. So this is his first movie. Yes, it is. That's exactly right, yeah. Uh -huh. You know, he's as much like a race car driver as he is an actor, really. In real life? What's yeah. that? He's a race car driver? That's right. Seriously. Really? Uh, it's probably because he gets uh, chased by veterans of World War II, pissed off that he slept with his wife when he was younger. <laughs> 
I have to go see what Kobe Bot is. Yeah, I guess I didn't. That one didn't interest me in my research. I only pulled out Bridget Jones' baby, Sweet Home Alabama. He was the mayor, right? Outbreak, Scream Three, and Can't Find Me Love. You've brought up. And there were other two other '80s ones, the ones you describe, and I didn't write them. Hey, so do you think in Scream Three he played himself? <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't <laughs> say as himself. <laughs> Funny. So now we have a, something that never pays off. The guy's like, here's a joint, my man. He drives off. Oh, wow, know. that's cool. What a hippie place. And he has a tree in his trunk. We never see this joint. He never smokes it. it. It's not the movie fart. It never pays off. He throws it. Is he in the Humboldt? No, so this is Canada. Yeah, this is uh, shot in Canada, and it's uh, Ontario. I've got it here. So here it is. Petersboro, Ontario, and Hudson, Quebec. Wow, scanning the globe. Yeah. And so the, so the premise is he's got a summer job. He's a nerd who's horny and reads pickup books. Right. And his summer job is at a outrageous bar dock, dock bar. Mm -hmm. Doc Bar, exactly. Now, the thing is, it's... For bikers. Right. This is the first Meatballs movie that doesn't take place in a summer camp. It's a summer oh, job. Cool. Some of us are not privileged, Carl. Some of, us can't just, just Some of us have to work for the summer. <laughs> like that guy, Seamus McRooftop. Look what happened. Whoa. Whoa. That's why they're always fixing the roof. Oh, because yeah. someone in the attic is going to run out. Yeah. Okay, so here's what's up. He just found out the guy who hired him for the summer uh, left, and there's a new owner named Mean Gene, but don't look at his girl, and there's his girl. Oh, right. No, I was looking at it. I was like, hey, runt, you know. Oh no, guess what? I just realized. I've seen it. <laughs> Yo, you saw it. Good. Yeah. A lot to see. It's a great it's movie. Just, I guess it was all the years all the years back plus all the all the fun times in between. Now he's mean to the owner and he's gonna play into the whole plot, as you probably remember. But he's not really known for anything. He he voiced the Beast in the X-Men animated series. That's his other credit. That's it. Right. His line was, here's your coffee, Wolverine. <laughs> right. <laughs> Had him listed as craft services. Now, in this movie, he does his job. He's like, hey, I'm a meanie. And then later he softens. You know, he, he plays his role. But right. anyway, what we're setting up here is this is going to suck. This is my boss. They don't recycle. Did you see that? He just bit the glass off and threw it on the ground. They're not woke, Michael. They should, he should have spat <laughs> into the, garbage, into the uh, recycle bin, the blue bin. See, that could have got in the blue bin. That's between his teeth. 
you're not sleeping in this good place. You're out in the crappy shed. Oh. And Rudy just takes it. Yeah, well, you know, his wife's name means Jane, but, you know, telegraphed up front. Understood. Now, this so far on the sticks. This is in oh, yeah. the United States and not in Canada, even though it's so Canadian. All the actors are from Canada. Right. This is supposed to be the United States? Yeah. Are they in Georgia? They don't say where they are. It's sort of like any town, shore place. But it's southern any pla uh, shore place. I don't know. I mean, they're speaking standard English. I, I don't think it's southern. Yeah. You know, this looks a lot like Marin, right? Paul, don't you think? Like It looks like Sausalito. It looks a lot like Marin? Like back yeah. in the 80s? You think it was like that? They had all these bikini it, it, it girls. Looks like, and, you know, it looks like it looks like a what is it, Lake Beer area? So. <laughs> Look, it's kind of has a Jersey Shore vibe. It also reminds me of um, oh, what is it? One crazy, one crazy summer. With oh, I love one crazy. Yeah, no, Cusack's not. Yeah, he is in that one. You're absolutely right. And uh, it has uh, Bobcat and uh, uh, the late Tom Villar from Swiss too. Well, this is nice. This wow. is what they show in the train. Bobcat you like girls in is so hilarious. In one crazy summer? Bobcat. Oh, he's jerking off. In one crazy of summer, it's him and the other guy. Or something. Him and his comedic yeah, he's in the Tom Villar. Tom Villar. Now look, now we get was, uh, weird and embarrassed stuff, but we meet a key player. All right. Oh, that sexual. Happened. It is sexual. Oh, we'll have more sexual with the pump in a moment. Here she is. This is Wendy. She likes Rudy, but Rudy is too blind to see, you know, she's just some nerdy girl. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. We're being spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Right. So the hero is going to want a sexy girl, but in the end, he'll make the choice for love. Right. Oh, what a waste. Get out of here, run. I'm glad you. All <laughs> oh, right. Why don't you come over my house Jesus. later? If I got nothing better to do. <laughs> She's a wharf rat, right? Is that the yeah. term? Yeah. She's a She's happy it's a date. It'll be, her, it'll be her first time on land. I push around. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say the, the wharf rat's like, let's go on a date. It'll be the first time I've been on land for a while. <laughs> no, she's a sure. land. She's a, she doesn't live. No, no. She's not like for us. Uh, live in a boat. Hunter's wharf rat. Oh, right. She's not a child. You can tell that she's going to be like the one that's going to get the makeup later in the, in the movie, right? She's going to be a hottie. It won't be. She won't get. No, it, it'll be all about him seeing that she's the one. Oh. 
I was figured that all could tell she was like a girl. And so she's going to end up losing the glasses, getting rid of the suspenders, putting on regular right. Anyways, and it's then he's going to be like, oh, my like, God, well, you're a hot girl. I didn't even realize. Okay, now. Yeah, she takes the. On the television is Sally Kellerman. Kellerman. Sally Kellerman. And she's Roxy DeJour, oh, yeah, the porn so. star. So she's being fucked by the creature from Black Lagoon in bed while on the telephone? Well, it's an alien, yes. Now look, she attacks, but he'll have none of it. What's she Gross. Why not? Gross. A woman who watches porn in the 80s. Sally Kellerman from MASH getting humped. But she, <laughs> she's got her legs up. She was really getting humped. I'm sure there was a pillow or something on oh, yeah. set, but you know what I mean. What does uh, IMDb trivia say? Was she really being humped in that scene? <laughs> the, I am Wikipedia didn't even notice this film. Nice. Is that the only? Yeah. Is that the only time she's in this film? No, no, she'll be in it throughout. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's what I was gonna say, really? Yeah. Oh, kicked him out because. Oh wait! Breaking news! Breaking news! Yeah, and the. Oh, so she died today. Dead, dead. Sally Kellerman. I mean, Roxy. Wow. Gosh, it's Roxy. Roxy porn star. Right, Roxy porn star. From hot lips to hot news. <laughs> yeah. Now, MASH was 1970, so this is her, like, as a cheaper commodity. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to think of the big things. She's known for showing up to the Cannes Film Festival every year and getting photographed. Like, she does that annually. I guess not this year because they canceled it. But yeah. uh, she's always a fixture of, of those uh, fashion photos. But other than that, like, I see her here and there. I mean, I know her from this movie for sure. Look at that. The dead porn star approaching the gates of heaven. It's the pearly gates. Yeah, they couldn't really afford pearly. I sound like Mae West, and I can't believe I'm dead kind of stuff. Yeah, right. Why don't you dig me up and see me sometime? Yeah, right. That's my dead Mae West. Mm -hmm. It's such an iconic oh, thing. More she doesn't even know she's doing it. It, she's just putting it on. Anytime I want morning wood, I touch the coffin I've been buried in during the morning. She's our Star Trek connection. Okay, how? A, original series. She was uh, in the pilot, and then it became a, an episode. She was the ship psychiatrist on the original cast of Star Trek. If they had run with that pilot, she would have been our... Psychi you know, That's, Diana. Doesn't the pilot have a – isn't there a different Kirk? Are you talking about the next generation or are you talking about the original? We're talking about the original, and yes, there was a different Kirk in the pilot. They went with William Shatner right. when they said, that's a good try. Try it again, boys. Yeah, right. But, so they aired, but they right? 
the original Black Panther was the the expert of the other James Mm Cook. Oh wow! Christopher Pike was his name. Thank you, Christopher Pike. That was his name. So now we're like, yeah, you gotta call one. somebody, Busta, and he does. Sorry, I never knew ye. It's so weird but to see, was, like, a 19... It's so weird to see what? Oh, that it, oh, that it was so uh... weird. Stop bonking each other's heads, guys. <laughs> oh, there's the I'm going to count to three and let him talk. Okay, one. Oh, you did the countdown? All right, hey, let me introduce yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, it's great to have the countdown. This so is Sunday afternoon. Talk. It's the countdown countdown. Under Brum Under Brum <laughs> <laughs> It's a summer camp sex comedy where they have the gates of heaven shaped like a 1930s film studio. It doesn't really like click. And they're, I don't know why they did that. They're acting like porn, you know, like you'll sign me for a contract if I save this kid. You know, he she makes a deal. They're acting like we'll sign you in a four picture deal of porno, you know. <laughs> they're, they're pretending, I guess. Do you know who you're talking to, Buster? I'm Roxy DeJour. Listen, I know how it goes. I come Boogie Nights. I know how the 70s porn industry works. Mm-hmm. Ask me anything. Dirk Tickler. Well, who's the guy? Oh, yeah, that, that's Dirk right. Dirk Tickler. All right, well, who is the one? All right, what about that movie, Mike, where you're supposed to guess Dirk Tickler? What about that movie, you know, the oh. one... Oh, with Dirk Tiggler? Oh, yeah, you got it. Was it was called Johnny Wad, but not Johnny Wad. Ooh, they got a little, look at this. Look at the budget spent on a, a slide. That slide, yeah, shoots and ladders money here. So they, um, okay, she's now been delivered. I'm here to get you laid, kid. Wow, so strange. So, Carl, you get this movie confused with another film we watched from the 80s yeah. called School Spirit. Right. And in that movie, a young teenage boy gets killed, and fortunately for him, he comes back as a ghost in the girl's locker room. Mm-hmm. And there he meets his grandfather or his Randy cut, uh, late uncle, right. who teaches him how to become – oh, there you go, so, uh, uh, introducing yeah, Patrick's Zangief. And he's yeah. rubbing his pee-pee. Well, he didn't realize the cameras were running. <laughs> yeah, so he's uh, – his creepy grandfather teaches him how to become uh, human form so he can fuck ladies in the in the locker room. Right. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I okay, I remember Roxy, so I was wrong. We hadn't seen it before. Like, right. I thought there was another movie in which an old lady. Did we ever see this one before? Where an old lady seduces a young guy. Well, she has to get her wings because she's dead. To get her wings, yeah, has to get them laid. Uh, mm. uh, huh? So yeah, it's almost, the next almost a, movie. That's almost the plot story, the plot line for um, Will Science, but they built the woman. <laughs> uh huh. 
That's right. <laughs> kind of. This is Sounds a like a lot of plot lines. This is a first in the series to be rated R. And it's the only one of the wow. sequels with one of the original Meatballs people in it. I mean, this is Rudy, the same one who played by, what is his name? Chris, uh, here it is, Chris Makepeace. <laughs> the character is original, but there's none of the original actors. There's not going to be an appearance. Is no. Bill Murray going to show up in this? Who? No. You know You know the bus driver who, oh, who played the bus driver in Meatballs 2? Yes. Dirk Dickler, that's right. Mm-hmm. It was Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman plays the bus driver in, in Meatballs 2. Oh, really? That's cool. No, he won't show up. Oh, damn it. What about E.T.? E.T. shows up in Meatballs 2. He's a different alien, but the joke is that he's like E.T. is a summer camper. <laughs> Look at this guy. He took her bra off. I'm trying to water ski. That's fun hijinks, Michael. I'm offended. They I bet he, didn't see him. This is some fun hijinks. Watch. He's going to look at that girl's ass and then, whoa! Into the water. Attention! Wow, that's a big party. Mac- so this is it. This is Corona porn. Watching people party like this. <laughs> you see how it's... It said maximum capacity 30. If you're 30 years old, get out of here. I guess we better leave. <laughs> now we don't get. It looks like fun with the uh, parasail. Mike, Mike. This is all free food. Yeah. Coming on the horizon. Bad guys. Oh no, they're like Mad Max bikers on water. They're like Water World uh, bikers. Well, I mean, are they smokers from? No, this is really a long. It, it's more like you see that funny joke with the shark. It's yeah. more like their biker gang, but they don't bike; they jet ski or whatever this is. Everybody Uh-oh. out of here! Here Everyone, comes the bad they guys. Are. Get out of here, water bikers! Harley Dolphinsons. <laughs> Harley Dolphinsons. Paul, did you hear that one? Yeah, Harley Dolphins. Dolphins. That's good. Say that to his face. Yeah, man. Now he's on. He's <laughs> on his game. You say that. Man. I would say nothing to those guys. I'd be like, "What smells like wet leather?" What'd you say? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> he wants to talk to them. Look how it isn't leather. You see how it's rain jacket kind of stuff. That is. Uh, <laughs> it's leather. <laughs> yeah, water resistant. Now, this guy you might it's recognize. It's leather by glass. You you remember War Games? Yeah. Yeah. So he was the one who was like, Mr. Potato Head. Remember when I told you you were being. Oh, he... You're doing it now. Yeah, I totally know him. Yeah, he was mean to Eddie Deason. Oh. Oh, okay. And... It's yeah, a back door. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That's the first yeah. time I learned about back door. He's the one of Yeah. Now he uh, was born in. That's Britain. the first. Yeah, that was uh, actually I learned about back door later. Uh, and definitely not for this audience. Hey, buddy, I'm gonna touch you. 
porn star dies, he's like, what? I just saw her as a ghost. But he's not going to say that. She was in my room. Right. That's the... I was naked and she was in my room. We did nothing. <laughs> now, look, to, now we're going to find out that the nerd girl is really tough and she's smart. She's going to one-up this guy so bad. Huh. Hey, your epidermis is showing. What? Where? Pretty clever. That joke makes me crawl in my skin. He's peeing. Oh. That's disrespectful. What? Whoa! You know what? Is that pee water on it? Yeah. Are you going to let her do that to me? Now they're you know what's number one in my number one in my bucket list is pee in a bucket. That's like the first thing I want to do. On my list. Well, it's accomplishable. You should get out there.